Hello, hello, hello. This is the 11th episode of the Mental Threads podcast. Today, our focus today will be mostly on matters in regards to whether or not you are the chosen one and just characteristics of like indigo children, stuff of that nature, light workers, all that. You know, that's basically going to be the subject matter. Now, to be a chosen one is like, you know, to be like the chosen one. I ain't saying, like, I'm some, like, fucking Lord of the Rings type shit or, like, you a Jedi or something like that. But just, like, you know, day-to-day life and everything, you were picked, like, by the universe, you know, for a specific purpose that could, like, you know, in a sense, um, push humanity uh, forward, you know, give progression to humanity as a whole. And it's just, like, when it comes to breaking down characters, just off the top of my head, you know, chosen ones are usually empaths, indigo children, you know, light workers to some degree or another. Now, we all, like, you know, have our own quirks and everything that makes us all different, you know, but what makes the chosen ones, like, special is, like, there's, like, a whole lot of resilience built in them, you know. Like, they pretty much just, they get, you know, beat on and everything. They go through all sorts of adversity. Um, They have to deal with all sorts of bullshit, you know, and it's just, like, betrayal, all types of nonsense, um, you know, and it's just like usually they're the ones that just want to probably have fun, maybe just want to just want to give nothing but love out. But, you know, they in a sense always get, you know, caught up with like narcissistic entities and demonic enemy entities and everything that have a certain vendetta towards them for whatever weird reason. Like they attract all sorts of negative energy, but it's only just to like, you know, pre- to prepare them for like the life that they have to live in the future basically um so it's just you know just stuff of that nature just like the chosen people um it's just it just comes with a whole lot of like i don't want to say responsibility because you know you might not even know if you're a chosen one for sure or not and you know you may think you're a chosen one but then you're not you know so it's just that's why i never affirm it's like oh yeah i'm a chosen one or oh this just like it's just you know certain characteristics you know i i like to think maybe personally i might be a chosen one but it's like you know you won't know until time really reveals that for sure um i like to think like my purpose in life is more focused on progressing humanity um to some degree or another um but it all just comes down to like really just really the result process and everything so it's like if we were to dwell deeper in what it means to be a spirit warrior or chosen one, um, let me just, uh, um, but uh, yeah, to be like a chosen one or spiritual warrior is a despite is usually desired by many, but not a lot of people have the qualities of a spiritual warrior or succeed in becoming one. You know. Um, the term has been used extensively in various spiritual circles and traditions since ages. A spiritual warrior is the one who combats the most insidious enemy, ignorance, also known as av- avidya in Sanskrit, to reach greater levels of self-awareness. The path of the spiritual warrior is not an easy one at all. It brings you face-to-face with your shadow side, forces you to go through extreme levels of cognitive dissonance. By making you question your limiting belief systems and outdated conditioning. Um, but it's like, yeah, so it's like for spiritual warriors, they have like high levels of self-awareness and freedom from fears, doubts, small-mindedness, and limited self-belief systems. Uh, number two, becoming a beacon of light and helping in the global shift of consciousness. 
A spiritual warrior is a person who challenges the fears, the lies, false beliefs, and judgments that create pain and suffering on this planet. This is a battle that takes place in the heart and mind of an individual. The quest of the spiritual warrior is the same as spiritual seekers around the world. They face this challenge with the clarity and awareness that is, that is a war fought within, and that truth and unconditional love are what the seeker finds. You know, that's what uh, Hayden Crawford said. So it's like, you know, there's many like uh, qualities of said spiritual warrior. Like, they always seek the truth. They're always on a quest for self-discovery and awareness. They are passionate and persistent. They follow their intuitive hearts. They do a lot of shadow work. They choose love over everything else. They prioritize holistic health and well-being. They work for a soulful mission. And they use their energy well. So it's like, you know, seeking the truth. A spiritual warrior seeks the truth at any cost. Because he knows that it is only through the truth and knowledge that you can break the shackles of bondage and become free. A spiritual warrior will go as far as required to know the truth and learn what he does not know, even if the truth comes with bouts of pain and suffering. He knows that truth is essential for soul growth and evolution. It is the only truth that can give insights into unresolved mysteries, remove darkness and ignorance, and literally set us free. Uh, excuse me. They are always on a quest for self-discovery uh, and awareness. A spiritual warrior is on a continuous quest for self-discovery to expand his awareness. He knows that awareness is the main tool that he has to fight against darkness and ignorance. Awareness is the ability to look into the nature of things with absolute clarity without any bias of past conditionings or limited belief systems. It entails an ability to look at your own mind and thought patterns which are known as metacognition self-awareness is the quality to know who you really are beneath the ego mass the ego can distort our self-image and sense of who we are to an extent that these false self-images impressions can lead to self-hatred and extremely low self-esteem a spiritual warrior may face acute cognitive dissonance in the process of self-discovery and self-awareness, but he goes on questioning his own belief system and thought processes and eliminates anything that does not resonate with unconditional love and forgiveness. They are passionate and persistent. Another key attribute of a spiritual warrior is relentlessness and persistence. Being relentless and persistent does not mean being brash or inflexible. It means determined to seek the truth and removing all false beliefs and ego traps that veal the truth. A spiritual warrior has never has a never say die attitude. He he welcomes all adverse adversaries and challenging conditions and treats them as an opportunity to learn and grow. He knows that the setbacks are actually soul lessons and embraces everything with an attitude of what is it trying to teach me instead of thinking why it is, is it happening. He has dedicated his entire life to learning, growing, evolving, so that he is better equipped to serve humanity. They follow their intuitive hearts. He knows how to distinguish between the voice of the ego and the intuition of the heart. A spiritual warrior follows his heart and gut instincts. A spiritual warrior is sensitive to energy and can see through things. Even if a person comes dressed as a friend, holding, hiding bad intentions, a spiritual warrior's intuition will alert them and it is mostly spot on. A spiritual warrior's true 
Now, if a spiritual warrior's heart is true, and therefore his, his messages are true as well. You know, they do a lot of shadow work. A spiritual warrior knows that he has to confront and integrate his shadow side to be able to love and accept himself unconditionally. A spiritual warrior is not afraid to look at his shadow side right in the eye. He has the courage to question his own belief system. He knows it is the only way to dissolve lies and false belief systems that cause suffering. They choose love over everything else. A spiritual warrior knows that the core of everything is love, and the core of our own being, and the core of everything else. The spiritual warrior's main mission is to remove the veils that cover and hide the unconditional love in our hearts. Whether it is a veil of ignorance, the veil of fear, the veil of jealousy, anger, trauma, or suffering. Is that the, that's the sixth one? Okay, let me see. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Is that a, that one first? Yeah, but that's pretty much just it for, like, spiritual warriors uh, in general. Now, if we were to, like, go to, like, pretty much speaking on, like, you know, star seeds and indigo trades, like, you know, they all come, like, I don't want to say a dime, a dozen, or whatever, but there's just so many different types of, like, you know, specialities when it comes to, uh, the human experience and so on, and, you know, like, you know, star seeds, size, while most star seeds appear to have come to Earth to teach and heal its citizens, not all star seeds are intent on helping us evolve. Some of them have come to this planet for their benefit or to support a darker mission. Uh, regardless of how exotic, not every soul has intentions based on light and love. Here are some of the more popular and known types of star seeds. Uh, there's a Syrian. Uh, these souls come from the planet Sirius A and Sirius B. A Sirius A is the brightest star in the Earth sky. Its original inhabitants came from Vega in the Lyra constellation and supposed home of Earth's ancestors. Sirius B is a smaller star, home to Okay, it's kind of talking about a whole lot of shit about Sirius A and B. But it's like, you know, if I just to break it down. Okay, yeah, indigo, indigo uh, crystal, and a rainbow, uh, children. Uh, individuals from these three soul groups often possess special or supernatural uh, abilities, including telepathy, clairvoyance, light emanation, uh, energy cleansing, uh, deep empathy, and reality shifting. Indigos are infused with the power of Archangel Michael and can be stubborn in their intolerance of unfairness. Crystals are infused with the light, joy, and clarity of Archangel Gabriel and tend to be more fair and kind than their indigo and rainbow siblings. Often diagnosed with some form of autism, rainbow children are the latest wave of healing souls to come to Earth with a natural detachment from the physical world. These three groups see interactions with this group world as spiritual exercises instead of personally advancing events as the story goes. These light workers were encouraged by their soul groups in distant galaxies to serve humanity on Earth selflessly. Uh, now on to the light worker. The light worker are special souls from a variety of planets and realms who have agreed to incarnate to help Earth and other worlds evolve. They always take births that up-level humanity and raise the consciousness of everyone around them. Their primary purpose is to spread kindness and goodness and love to every living being they meet. Lightworkers are not beholden to any planet, culture, society, or mission. They work solely for the light. You know, uh, and uh, 
Orions. Uh, the Orions will ask questions about every detail. They'll try to create living beings here on Earth who are based in mind. They are obsessed with science and research and sadly lack an understanding of their hearts. The Orion mission on Earth is to help improve our understanding of the value of science. The personal group's spiritual mission is to learn from humanoids how to be more trusting and faithful. faithful. While some Orions have spiritual aspirations, others are agents for the reptilians other races that seek to control Earth rather than emancipate it. Uh, I don't know, man. That's, that's a whole lot of shit. I didn't even know what the fucking Orion was until, like, just now. Um, but here's this one. Like, the feline, these beings from, Ly from the Lyra constellation can be found depicted in the artwork of Earth's ancient civilization. Most notable Egypt with its feline-headed gods and goddesses, these beings are psychic and telepathic telepathic and tend to develop spiritual skills rather than ones that feed or benefit their physical realities they live mostly in the higher dimension seeking light clarity and abundance through connections with the eternal consciousness and felines bring grace to humanity and hope to inspire creativity in all of earth's living beings um so yeah there's that uh there's a whole lot of shit i didn't even know like okay yeah there's reptilians okay also known as lizard people, Saurians, and Draconians, these shapeshifters seek to control Earth in the pursuit of selfish benefit. Uh, David Icke has reported on the reptilians knowing that they seek political power on Earth to manipulate human societies, cultures, and human development. Many believe that some reptilians are living among us with altered physical appearance. Others say that reptilian spirits enter the bodies of our most prized politicians and sway them away from values and decisions that would benefit the people of Luckily, the reptilians have many enemies who live in the light and have the mission to combat all darkness. So it's like, I, I guess those are just like the bad guys or whatever, like reptilians, like the, the villains, so to speak. Um, hmm. Yeah, okay, all right. Characteristics, starseed characteristics, like physical traits and abilities. There are much chatter about the specific physical attributes of starseeds. Uh, while some say the star seeds are tall and thin, or have big eyes and broad foreheads, uh, soul-seeking its expansion will not require one physical type or type over another. It would be fair to say that star seeds come in all shapes and sizes. The soul inhabits a physical form because it is drawn into the bosom of a living being through resonance and alignment. Physical attributes are not cons consistent. Although these lines have, and have little meaning when it comes to our spiritual evolution and awakening. The same can be said for the abilities of starseeds. All living beings have a unique purpose, each of which gives birth to soul-specific skills and talents. Starseeds do not commandeer any category of industry, and not all of them have the same abilities, attributes, or talents. Starseeds can be... Mechanists, teachers, dancers, artists, politicians, or frustrated stock analysts, as well as depressed, joyful, wild, contained, limited, or expansive, just like the rest of us. Um, emotional and social awareness. When it comes to emotional intelligence and empathy, starseeds may be more expanded in these categories. Given the vast arrays of ideologies and experiences they most likely have had and having lived in a variety of worlds, it stands to reason that starseeds could possess brighter hearts 
and the keenest intuition that said any soul can digress and any digressed soul can expand at any moment and upon one congruent decision uh, intelligence and consciousness when star seeds are part of the spiritual lineages that seeks to help humanity then they may have higher levels of intelligence and a more expanded collective consciousness some starseed may have the sole purpose of assisting human beings as healers or spiritual masters others may have come to earth to burn karma or heal themselves while it seems might seem novel or romantic to assume that all starseeds are more evolved than human beings it's folly Every soul, whether from is this world or another, is, is fulfilling a purpose. Every soul is pursuing knowledge, experience, or expansion on some level. Whether you are a starseed or from Jersey, your birthright is to invite intelligence. Seek an expanded consciousness and fully awaken at any moment. Otherworldly feelings. Anyone who has released their birth story and the related dot I Accouterments? What? Accouterments? Yeah, accouterments have initiated themselves into a more profound clarity. They have opened their hearts and minds, freeing them from the most base constraints. A starseed may have a more expanded soul and therefore can appreciate and align with the nature of other worlds. If this is true for you, it's quite a gift. No matter where you've come from and no matter who you are, you can open yourself to the expanded collective consciousness that pervades all matter and non-matter you are not limited by your label race or heritage you are much more than you might realize if you seek other worlds call them to you satiate your passions and curiosities in the end though the things you are calling might distract you from the expansion you seek and to summarize while it might be interesting and exciting to imagine that star seeds are more evolved than earth's humans being the truth is that any of us that expand at any moment a star seed might have the ancestry that points to expansion but they may or may not have the intention to pursue the highest self it's easy to become distracted by the latest spiritual systems or the most charismatic spiritual media stars it's even easier to want to leave our lives and bodies so that we can transcend the universe and become everything to truly transcend we don't have to go anywhere we can do it from our living we're built to enjoy minds all and all the fantasies they conjure. We are constructed in such ways that one thought can lead us into heaven while others other while another leads us into hell. When it comes right down to it as a species we're not very stable. Whether you're starseed, Muslim, Lutheran, Japanese, Iranian, brown, red, tall, fat, wonderful, itchy, angry, or hilarious, your current you is a temporary contract that you continually co create with your pre birth guys. And the parents and cultures you chose for this life none of these things are concrete there are temporary sets of constructs and conditions your you is a layer atop a beautiful powerful vibrant soul and you have unlimited potential in any direction your soul is not small letters it's an all cap you y-o-u all the time when you're when we're too distracted by our our use, you can miss out on our fulfilling a purpose and embodying the universe. Always be careful with the labels you place on yourself. Every label is temporary, only partly true, and only at this moment. Each of these temporary self-identities has limitations and consequences. They not they try not to hold on to them so tightly. We are in this life because we are called to this life. 
Live it as if you are here in the now. Looking to the stars can be fun, but looking within is where you'll find the gold. Within is your forever home. So it's like, you know, it's just, it just pretty much starts from there and like ends from there. So it's just like, um, but here are also three, 13, like actually no, 13 indigo, uh, children traits and signs of a new age revolutionary. So it's like, you know, listen closely if you can. Um, what is an indigo child really? An indigo child or indigo kid is an upgraded blueprint of humanity, a term that came up when addressing the aura colors of these very different kids. Previously, auric fields were expected shades of the rainbow, but the indigo's field was dominated by a royal blue color, thus establishing a change of course in human evolution and their indigo aura. Gifted children on a clear mission to challenge shift and shift reality, they first began appearing in the 1970s, beyond, beyond psychic awareness. They are highly driven and creative with a perception that sees through the established norms of society. Old souls, indeed, their mission is clearly laid out to shake up the modern world and pave the way for future generations to create greater peace and harmony for all. Both of these generations of children are well into their teens and adulthood, so don't allow a label to dissuade you from exploring the concept of indigo children. 13 common traits of indigo children. Uh, so it's like, number one, you feel spiritually awakened. You were born to be a light worker and have felt from a young age that you're tapped into something spiritually greater than most people are. Uh, you are destined to be here. You are confident and even arrogant at times and emboldened by something larger than you can name. You know that you were put on this planet for a reason, and that reason is to enact positive change. You know that those who are native to this planet are growing and ascending and need help in their transformation. You have high expectations of yourself and others. This can make for challenging relationships and interactions. You see only the best and expect others to live up to it. Toward yourself, you can be unrelentingly self-critical. Don't let this get the best of you. Instead, use it to your advantage to push yourself and others but also know that others may not be as motivated uh, you have strong intuition indigos see the world differently coupled with innate self-assurance you often think your way is right and are often offended if others cannot see much less take action from your point of view if indigos ruled the world you are confident no problems would exist basically um so it's like it just works like that um You question authority. You are not one to negotiate so certain in your views and ways. You are often rebellious and a skeptic of those in power. These can occasionally get you in trouble. So know how to get into the good and noble types of trouble. You want to overturn the man. Difficult and rigid systems seem foolish to you. And you often become antagonistic to what others experience as normal. These systems may also seem antiquated compared to those you know and believe are much more effective. Have patience and know that these massive systems that need changing are like giant ships that can't always turn on a dime. Uh, you are creative, musically and artistically gifted. Your art invites others to see the world around through your eyes, nurture this ability. Uh, you are a change maker. You are so aware of the failings of society, which in turn makes you a magnificent leader. 
you're always finding new and better methods of business society and always and ways of existing within the chaos of a society that is growing and evolving you are a lost soul you feel out of place with others as you recognize you are different than most people you can tend toward being a loner or rebel unwilling to compromise just to fit in you are headstrong as indigo soul mission is encoded in your very being you know your self-worth you are unwilling to back down from confronting what feels out of integrity you are passionate and focused while fiery temperaments may be hard to take you are not one to be still or silenced these two traits should and do balance each other as too much unchecked passion can lead to negative outcomes nurture these traits and use them in conjunction with uh, with each other you have psychic abilities without any need for development your psychic capacity clairvoyance and empath and telepathy is fine-tuned while you see nothing special in your ability it gives you an advantage in reading others with ease and seeing through mass you are frustrated Couple with their big picture vision and relentless, uh, restless, no. Couple with their big picture vision and restless soul drive for change. You become easily frustrated with society and others who are not shifting quickly enough. Patience is something you should be, you should have developed, you know. So it's like uh, the challenges of the indigo. Not everyone is, everyone born of this generic carries the new blueprint. The early few, the early few were known as scouts testing out the climate to see if more souls could be ushered in. Nor should we assume being an indigo is something to be idealized. Far from it. Beyond, with respon beyond the responsibility such a distinction will carry, we have also witnessed the drive of the indigos to be paralyzing at times. Shifting purpose. Indigo children are dis uh, paralyzed. Shifting purpose. Um, indigo children are destined to make changes to challenge society and to be loud in what they see as the flaws in the system when this mission is complete they have to shift life purpose quite drastically those who are thrown off their life path early that is to say their push for progress is thwarted or forgotten often turning on themselves you know most people that are indigo children may have adhd you know indigos are often treated for attention definite attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and prescribed drugs such as Ritalin to calm them of a perceived irregularity. In reality, indigos are just dealing with the pressure of being trapped in these earthly bodies with the added pressure of helping humanity in some greater capacity. Depression. We have witnessed many indigos deep in depression, low self-esteem, addictions, and even suicide. So strong is this governing battering ram, it can turn inward when they are unable to create the changes they are adamant need, they are adamant need to be made. The worst outcome for an indigo is to be ignored or mocked. For their perception is hawk-like, and they are able to foresee the pitfalls and are compelled to drive change at massive levels. Indigo adults are even more susceptible to depression as they become older, especially if they have the perception that they haven't been able to enact significant change in the world. Indigo adults should find others like them to in these situations and form support groups or knowing to, or know that there are others out there struggling too. Integrity. Of the most blessed attributes of the indigo children is their integrity. They carry it within and can sense when others are dishonest. They may always see this as a gift, for the world can be corrupt and indifferent. 
However, they carry a deep knowing they are right, even though if pressed, they may not be able to explain their assertiveness. So it's just, you know, stuff of that nature. Um, yeah. Um, all these pretty much connect with the subject matter of hand of being chosen or an indico child or a light worker. Um, if you feel like you're any of these above, just know that you're not alone in this world. Uh, you know, it can be very stressful. Um, it doesn't make you better. Don't think for a second that, you know, it makes you better. It just means that everything is just different. You know, perception is different. Relating to others is just different. Um, it's just, it's always going to be a struggle, especially in this generation for what it is. Because it's like, it always seems like there's just another thing, you know going on a whole lot of stuff going on i know in my case i had to separate myself from like a lot of people who weren't really good for me you know and it's it's bittersweet and everything because especially when you think back to when you first met them you know or think about like you know when they were when you were friends with them and then you see you know how people change and switch up on you you know it's not it's not good man it's very very sad um it's hard to move on sometimes it's hard to retrust people again it's harder to get close to people again um, but it all just makes you smarter. It all, it all makes you uh, more self-aware. It builds on your consciousness as an individual. Some things just go the wrong way, and it's just—it's never your fault. You know, don't ever think it's your fault. Um, although it's good to take responsibility and accountability for the things you could have changed. You know, it's always good to keep that in mind. You know, and it's like it's weird because I'm at that stage in my life. Uh, also where it's just like you know where do I go from here like you know this is my last semester in college and it just went by so fast and then like there's a part of me that feels like oh yeah you know it was a good positive experience and then there's another part that feels like dang you know I wish I would have done more of this or I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have like you know, hung out with more people you know it's like I wish this I wish that and it's just it can be a little bit uh, off-putting um, at the same time, it's really good to just have gratitude. Like I've spoken many, many episodes. You've got to be grateful. Uh, you got to reconnect with the universe. you got to you know, be able to reconnect with God also, you know. Uh, it's just stuff of that nature. Um, it's always it's always going to be stressful at first, but I promise you, if, like, if you just stay a little bit longer, things will, you know, the storm will pass, you know. All sorts of people, like, you know, betrayed me, uh, shit on me, fucking, like, go into the street, lie on me, put out all sorts of nonsense out there about me, and it's never fair, it's not cool, but it's just life, man, you know, it just comes with being, it just comes, like, with the gift of being endearing, or just being an empath, and regardless, you don't know why these people, like, you don't really know like that, or why, um, these folk, um, that you get close to or you know whatever why they harm you so badly or try to sh disparage your character in all sorts of ways but that's just how some people are just set up you know some people are just so fucked in the head that they just can't help but to just fuck other people over for no reason and it could be somebody that really showed you kindness somebody that was really there for you somebody that truly truly loves you and everything else it could be like as a friend or a lover or just anybody you know and somehow people find some way to just betray you and not feel lose any bit of sleep over it it's really really sad but that's just kind of how this generation is set up so it's like you know if this kind of falls out of sync with like your mannerisms as an individual chances are you might be a chosen one or a star seed because nobody that just has a heart or a soul or even like a spirit 
would even take time out of their day to really just try to ruin somebody else's life or try to like put work into like trying to make other people miserable you know misery loves company for a reason and it's just like you don't don't think that everything just gonna go well for you for the rest of your life because it won't maybe it will maybe it won't who knows it rains on the just and unjust alike um but for all my star seeds my indigos my light workers out there like dead ass like for real you know just stay strong you know build a nice support group around you forget what people say about you it don't matter you know only you know you um only you're responsible for yourself keep that in mind whoever wants to just have a problem with you it's always with them don't ever think it's you it's always with fucking them every fucking time and at the same token all you have to do is just rise above it as best you can keep faith in yourself you know and everything will come to pass you know me and uh, my mission statement personally all i wanted to do is just have fun laugh with the people that i love uh stay close to those who have the best intentions for me um and just live live happily laugh just enjoy every moment you have while you got it because you know life is way too short to try to like take that away from somebody else you know yeah one life enjoy every second you can you know and it's just like uh lately i just feel like i don't know if i'm holding myself back or if like this is something spiritual that's trying to protect me i don't really know um regardless i just wish i would i need to just get out of this funk you know because it's just like i always feel like i want to just come back to like my old self you know like what i used to be because yeah like you can like be stressed out and other people may shit on you or talk whatever shit but i always had like this sense of like you know i like i the sense of just like you know like who cares like and it's like and it's still like that but it's like it always feels like you know like my spirit is just kind of tired like it's like it's almost broken in a sense like you know my heart's broken soul's tired and like my spirit is just just exhausted and uh if i can refresh this as best i can like that's all i that's all i want if i could just fall back and sink or what i meant to be and fall back on path on my purpose that's all i want to do so that's why i'm trying to keep consistent with these podcast episodes although it's just me for right now hopefully if i get the more equipment and everything it's just like financially i've been all fucked up with like so much other shit but it's like i do have the feeling that things will change soon um and for and you know anybody that's going through it right now always remember this proverb i don't know if i've said it before in a past episode but just keep in mind that uh this african proverb will always be my favorite no matter how dark and no matter how long the night is and dark um the sun is always sure to come and I tell this to anybody that's going through some shit. The sun is always sure to come, man. You can never give up. You know, I'll never give up. I mean, I'll say this now at 23, but you know who knows where I'm at at 20, at 35, 45, or uh, 56. You know, who knows what life is gonna be like for me? Spiritual guy said I'm gonna live to be 80 or 90. I mean, I just gotta try to stay. Uh, on deck as best I can, but you know, let's just try to sign off because we're already reaching like 35 minutes. It's too fucking long. All right, so let's just sign this off for the Mental Threads podcast. This is your host, Toasty. I'm about to end the damn credits. What the hell? Okay, all right, right there, right there, right there. All right, there we go. I gotta get the freaking outro. The outro, nigga, outro right here. Okay, there, there, there we go.
I still feel like I need to get it done there, Atra. Like, this is cool and everything, but I think maybe something else. Just gotta stay on. What am I talking about? Whatever. 